He's coming, Katie. He's not coming. He is. I can feel it. That man is the boogeyman. Well, we all have our ghosts. Yeah. And some ghosts have you. He's coming. Why would he be coming, Pete, after all this time, huh? Because I asked him to. And you think the president accepts every invitation to come to a person's house? We're not just anybody. No, we aren't just anybody, Pete. We're just nobody special. It's the least we deserve. Petey, we got our letter. Signed by the president. Yeah, I think it was signed by a machine. Honey, you know a whole lot more people have died. Children? Yes, in fact. Many children. Our child? No, dear. Only been one of those. Least he could do is come here. I mean, I voted for him, you know? Twice. So you voted for him. Twice. Twice. What difference would it make if he showed up now? It's not gonna... It's just the right thing to do. I don't know what to do with you, sweetie. Your dad stands in his doorway afraid that he's coming, and you stand in your doorway hoping that he will. That's about it. Well, if he ever did show up at our door, it would be for only one reason. Yeah, I know. To take my guns. But I'm never going to let that happen. Then I hope we never see that man outside of our TV screen. It just would be nice to... See him is all. Oh, you are such a fanboy. I did vote for him. Twice. Twice. Katie? Yeah, babe? Whenever I shut my eyes, I see you laughing. Step away from the door and follow me. Why? Because even the Secret Service gets a coffee break. Now follow me. That's an order. Peter and Katie exit into an unseen back bedroom. Martha comes outside and looks up to the roof. Benny Bunny, are you up there today? I'm here, Grams. It's so dark. Oh, I wish I could see you. Well, rest assured, I'm here. Always. Are you hungry? Do you need any food? I'm fine, Grandma. You know I'm fine. I want to see you for myself one of these days. All you have to do is climb on up here with me. Look at me. Can you imagine an old bag like me climbing up on that roof? Sometimes my mom comes up here. She does? To sneak a cigarette, write in her journal. You don't say. You're making a fool of yourself, Martha. Oh, shut it, you old porcupine. Do you think Grandpa Hank will ever... Oh, honey, when you left... Part of him just closed up. But I didn't go so very far away, did I? Just up here on the roof. Like our guardian angel. I like watching over all of you. And you don't need a gun to do it. Not much use for those up here. Martha! What? I got a hankering for some of them Funyuns. I better go. Hank's got a hankering for some Funyuns. (laughs) Will you visit me tomorrow? Every tomorrow. Martha! Hank! Grandma? Yes, Benny? What do you want more than anything? You already know the answer to that. No, I mean, for yourself. Well, you know, we've all been through so much, sweetheart. I know. And now you spend your whole life helping Grandpa Hank pass the time. What would make you happy? I think I'd settle for one normal day... Sixteen years ago. Do I make you sad, Grandma? Maybe I should go. No, Benjamin. 
You are the best part of my day. Don't you go anywhere. I need to know that you are close by, living your life, growing bigger and stronger. Even at a distance, it's okay. You promise me. Martha! I promise. Good. If you promise me something. Anything. Promise that you will always allow life to hurt you deeply. Oh, every day I do, sweetheart. Martha goes inside. Benny sees Jenna approach the house, and he runs to the roof's edge to meet her. I want to walk you to school. I want you to hold my hand. I want to kiss you, Jenna. There's a fire burning inside of me that will swallow me whole if I don't kiss you. Well, let's douse that fire. I'm telling you, there is nothing more special than when the first person you really want to be with really wants to be with you, too. I knew from the first time I kissed Jenna that every second of my life going forward would be better than every second that came before it. But things aren't always what they seem. Hardly ever. I imagined that Jenna had been waiting her whole life for me to come along. I've been waiting my whole life for you to come along, Benjamin. I imagined the perfect life we would have together. Our life is going to be perfect. But you know what the Buddha said. What we think we become? Desire is the root cause of all suffering. You should probably go check that out. It's coming from Jupiter, Florida. A 35-year-old man just opened fire at a family dinner. He hit six relatives, ranging from age 6 to 76. He shot both of his twin sisters. One of them was pregnant. And he told the cops he's been waiting 20 years to do it. Martha emerges from her house and approaches Peter at his front door. It's dark. Pete? Peter aims his gun at the sound. Who is that there? It's just me, Petey. Katie? No, son, your mama. How are you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. That's because you told me to stay away. I've tried to respect your privacy, son, but when I think about you over here all alone, I I'm can't... not alone. Of course, none of us is ever truly alone, Petey. Still, I'm right here. I should be helping you clean up the place, cook your meals. No, we're managing just fine. We? Oh, yes. Jenna. Her parents came by the house one day and volunteered her to bring you your groceries. We pull weeds together in your yard. Not Jenna. Not Jenna? Katie. Katie? Yep. Wait, so you're still seeing Katie, son? You know, we had some rough times, Mama. To say the least. But you say she's back? When we said we would be together forever, we meant it. Oh, my God, Petey. Here we are right under each other's noses, and I really have no idea what's happening in your life. Yeah, just as well, don't you think? Of course not, Peter. And how is Hank? I wish you wouldn't call him that. How is Daddy? Oh, you know, just like you, waiting for... He is coming, Mama. Oh, Peter, please. Why are you really here? I told you. Clearly, you have something you want to say to me, so... You're right. I do. Well, then say it. I'm just wondering, sweetheart, do you ever hear the sound of scuffling, you know, from the roof? Yes, Mama, they're called squirrels. They probably Hank got has into checked the... every inch of that attic. And so naturally you think it's... If you could just stop and listen, I swear you could Oh, just hear... say it, Mother. What if that is not the sound of squirrels scuffling? There it is. What does Daddy say about your theory? Oh, he thinks I'm as mad as Nancy Pelosi. Well, I can't believe I'm saying this, but maybe in this one instance, you should listen to Daddy. Oh, and when is the last time you even talked to him? If you will recall, the last time we talked, 
It drew blood. And over what? I just remember it started with global warming and went downhill from there. And you too should be allowed to carry guns? He's an old fool, Mama, but you're no better. Well, I hear what I hear, people. Would you listen to yourself? I hear what I hear. Have you ever seen anything up there, Mama? Just because you can't see something doesn't mean it's not there. That's what astrology is all about. That's what faith is all about. Well, I've got as much use for faith as I do that Harley Davidson I was going to give my son someday. Oh, Peter, I don't want to make things worse. I'm not mad at you, Mama. I'm mad because I can't hear him. No matter how hard I try. Martha! Go on, Mama. Peter goes inside his house. Martha goes back inside hers, brushing past Hank. There's faith, and then there are squirrels. Oh, hush you. Outside, Jenna has returned to work on the lawn, but her attention is really on Benny. Tell me, Benjamin, what do you do with all your time up there? Oh, mostly I just look up. At what? At the sky. And what do you see up there? What do you see? I never really looked. Look now. Okay. What do you see? I don't know. Clouds, mostly. Some stars, I guess. That's right. Clouds and stars, but... Can you make out that little constellation right there? The Cassiopeia? The what? (laughs) Sorry. Cassiopeia. (laughs) Back it up, Jack. Okay, so a constellation is just a gathering of stars. Ancient astronomers connected the dots and drew pictures around them to make it easier for us to tell them apart. Now look at Cassiopeia. What shape does it look like to you? I don't know. Think of a letter of the alphabet? It's so faint. Maybe a W? That's right. The Cassiopeia looks like a W because it's summer. In the winter, it looks like an M. And why is it called Cassiopeia? Because the picture they drew around those stars looked like the outline of a lady sitting in a chair. So they named her after an Ethiopian queen named Cassiopeia. Hmm. Must be nice, floating around in the sky in a chair. Well, not for Cassiopeia. She's tied up. Well, that's messed up. Cassiopeia bragged that her daughter Andromeda was more beautiful than all the daughters of the sea. That pissed off Poseidon. So he tied Cassiopeia to her throne as punishment for her vanity. Okay, that's not messed up. That's totally messed up. (laughs) It is. But thanks. I never would have known. You didn't need me to tell you it was a W. You already knew. You just never really looked before. Like, look there. What do you see? That is a cloud, dummy. That is actually a cluster of millions of tiny stars that is so thick... It looks like a cloud to the naked eye. Well, what do you know? I know that if you stop and really look at something long enough, you can see all kinds of amazing things that were right there all along. Like the day I looked down and saw you for the first time. I wonder what we look like to them. To who? To that cloud of stars up there. Just a dot, I bet. A tiny little dot that's capable of so much love. And dancing. And noise. Look at me, Jenna. I am looking at you, Benjamin. And what do you see? A cluster of millions of tiny stars. Katie climbs up to the roof and sits alone. She has a notebook, 
She opens it and begins to write. Oh, no. I hate it when she comes up here with that book. Then he buries his head in his lap and closes his ears. Dear Benjamin, I was never supposed to have you. I have scar tissue in a place that can make conception impossible. But on the day we found out I was pregnant, your father set me down on our bed and he placed wildflower seeds all over my stomach. He said the place where his child grows would be the most beautiful garden in the world. <laughs> you were born on my 25th birthday. August 3rd is a date that you and I will share forever. Martha and Hank gather around their TV. Oh my God. A gunman just entered a Planned Parenthood and started firing right here in Colorado Springs, killing three people and injuring nine. He also brought explosives inside, and it looks like he might detonate them. It's a standoff. Well, well. The chickens are coming home to roost. Hank. What? They were harvesting fetal baby parts for profit. Stop talking. I'm watching the television. Police say the man killed a university police officer, an Iraq War veteran, and another woman. All three victims were accompanying friends to the clinic. That's right down the road from here, Hank. Don't worry, Martha. I'll protect you. And who will protect me from you, you old goat? Martha? Oh, shut up. And pass me my Funyuns. No time for Funyuns. He'll be here any minute. Now it's for sure. Oh, my left foot. He's coming. Well, I hope he is coming. I want to give that man a piece of my mind. You want to give him a piece of your mind? That's right. He should have been here the day after Sandy Hook. Like I had anything to do with that. Oh, but you did, Hank. You and every one of your friends beating your chests about your rights to have those killing machines. That kid stole those guns from his mother. Oh, what's the point? If 20 babies didn't get Obama to do something, then three more dead people in a Planned Parenthood isn't going to mean two shits to a shit-loving dog. My God, where is the moral outrage in this country? Martha, we must protect our constitutional rights. Those are not rights hanging on our walls, Hank. Those are weapons of mass destruction. We outlaw bombs. Why not those? Because they are our means for protecting the Second Amendment. I'm sorry to tell you this, dear, but you have missed a whole lot of sleep over nothing. Because no one is coming for your damn guns. Action shifts back outside. Hey, up there. Well, hey, down there. Follow me, right now. Where are we going? ATB. America the Beautiful Park, but why? Some of my friends are going to squat there for a couple of nights. Jenna, that sounds dangerous. Now, Benjamin, when a lady tells you to follow her, you follow her. Jenna, you have a bet. Not anymore, I don't. You don't? I ran away. What? Why? Maybe to put a scare into my parents. <sighs> Jenna, it gets really cold this time of year. Says the boy who lives on the roof. Why don't you just move up here with me? My Benjamin, we're only 16 years old. That's far too young for us to be living together, even on a roof. This is serious. I just need to not be home. Just for a few days, I swear. Oh, Jenna. What, babe? I wish we really had this conversation the night before you ran away. I would have stopped you. Yeah? Well, you didn't. Your loss. It's coming from Somerville, South Carolina. A 13-year-old boy fended off two burglars by using his mother's gun to protect himself while home alone. He killed one of the men in an exchange of gunfire. President Obama later commended the boy's bravery. Action shifts to Peter's house. Peter never turns his head from keeping guard in the doorway. 
Katie is talking to his back. Peter? Yeah, Katie. It's okay to say that we miss him. You know, I miss him, Katie. Every damn day, I do. I thought it would be better for us out here in the woods. Moving back home sounded like such a good idea at the time. Maybe not the best idea to move onto my parents' yard, though. They're family. Well, you know what they say. Nothing hurts like family. <sighs> Don't make me laugh. Katie, I saw Mama. What? When? Earlier today. Where was I? I think she waited until you were out. She worries about me. Apparently only when you're alone. Honestly, I don't think she wants to see you right now. Well, then to hell with her. She said it again. Said what? You know. Hey, look at me. Peter, people see what they want to see. Peter looks back, but she has disappeared into the back room. Katie? It's coming from Fort Bend County, Texas. A woman just fatally shot her two grown daughters moments before one of them was to be married. You may have heard of her. Christy Sheets? Outspoken gun rights advocate? Just last week, she posted on her Facebook page, It would be horribly tragic if my ability to protect myself or my family were to be taken away. Now she's telling the cops she killed her daughters to punish her husband for cheating. What is happening in the world today? Turn it off, honey. Turn it off? I never thought I'd live to see the day. It's relentless. I can't hear myself think. Martha shuts off the TV and falls into her chair, exhausted. Now that is my favorite sound. Peter has followed Katie into their house. He finds her in an unexpected time and place. Katie, where did you go? Benny went down easy. What are you talking about? Benny, I said he went down easy. Katie falls into her couch in exhaustion. Petey stands frozen in confusion. In front of the house, a young man paces back and forth. He's agitated, confused, looking into windows. Peter recognizes the moment and joins Katie on the couch in happy exhaustion. We've gone back in time, 15 years. You realize we're an old married couple. It's not even 9 o'clock. Oh, we're 25. What has happened to us? We had a kid. You had a kid. Asshole. Hey, look. I muted the TV for you. Oh, I love you. It's so quiet. This is kind of nice, isn't it, Martha? Nice? This is heaven. Baby, did you invite one of your dumb friends over tonight? I don't think so. Pizza? No. Oh, too bad. I could use a slice. The intruder forces his way in. He's brandishing a gun. What the fuck? Where is it? Where's what? Don't fuck with me. I will fucking shoot you where you fucking stand. I know you have it. Have what? Just give me the shit and I'll go. Take my purse. I have money. I don't want your money. Dude, it's a duplex. You got the wrong door. The intruder strikes Peter hard over the head with the butt of the gun, and Peter goes down. <laughs> Katie goes beside the couch and throws herself over the baby carrier. Shut that fucking baby up. You can't just tell a baby to shut up. I swear to God. Uh, let me up. I can make him stop. Fuck it. I'll do it. No! What was that? I didn't hear anything. The shot came from Colorado Springs. The date is February 19th, 2002. 
A junkie broke into a downtown duplex that was being rented by young newlyweds. Police say the man was so out of his drug-addled mind that the stupid fucking idiot broke into the wrong apartment looking for meth. He was right about the meth. Wrong about the door. In the ensuing confusion, a gun went off. The victim was ten months old. Listen to that. It's Katie joining Benny on the roof. He sure is restless today. Police identified him as... Benjamin David Welby. Maybe I should just go out and take a peek. They called him Benny Bunny. Because he was always so afraid. Because he never had enough time to outgrow the name. It's Katie disappearing down the ladder. Well, did you hear that? I don't know. Uh, Maybe I heard something. A man enters from the street. He's looking at Hank's house, searching for an address. Benny sees him. Hey! Hey, everyone! Well, I sure as shoot heard that. What? What did you hear? It's Benny. Hey! Hey, hey! What is it, dear? Someone's coming. He says someone is coming. Holy smokes, this is it. 